Welcome to Run This World. My name is Nicole DeBoom. I'm a former pro athlete turned entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you insights and inspiration from some of the world's greatest visionaries who will help you run your world in ways that you didn't even realize were possible. All in the framework of the amount of time it takes for the average person to run a 5K. That's 36 minutes and 38 seconds, give or take a mile. We often go long, so get ready. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get this workout started. Hey everyone, today's the day. It's finally the cleanse episode. I know it seems like I've been talking about this forever, doesn't it? I mean, actually, I think I have, but before I dive in, I want to share something that Skirt Sports is doing that is so cool. Okay, it's called the Real Women Move Challenge. See, in February, when I turned 45, I decided I needed to do something different this year, physically. So I thought about it, and I decided that it's been so many years since I actually trained for something that I would choose a goal and train and accomplish it. So I decided to get back to my roots and do a triathlon in July, the Boulder Peak Triathlon, that is. Um, It's a race that I actually won four years in a row back in my heyday. People were getting tired of me winning it. I wasn't, but they were. Um, (laughs) Then I stopped racing, so they were in luck, but now I'm back. So this race is kind of like my Hawaii Ironman or Boston Marathon, right? Um, Then, you know me, I decided that if I'm doing it, I'm going to invite my entire community to join me. Not necessarily joining me at the Boulder Peak, but if you're local, you should. Um, But to pick a goal and make it happen. So I created the Real Women Move Challenge as a way for women to come together and support each other. It's free. I wrote training plans, created exercise videos. We have partner deals posted, event deals. And I think the coolest part is the expert Facebook Live guests. I even got Tim on there last week to do run tips, and it was awesome. Actually, the very coolest part is that you surround yourself with an incredibly supportive community of women. And remember, it's free. So if you are looking to set a goal and you still don't know what you're doing, or even if you do and you just want support, get over to skirtsports.com and sign up. I will have a link to this in the show notes. And remember, it's free. Did I say that already? It's free. You kind of have to do it. All right. Okay. Now back to the show. (laughs) So I did the conscious cleanse after meeting one of the founders who you'll hear from shortly. It's a, it was a 14 day deal. So I've been done for a while now, long enough to have some perspective on how it went. And here's my bigger picture. Um, After much experimenting with eating philosophies over the years, I am happiest and feel best when I focus on whole foods, plant-based eating. And I am what I would consider 98% vegan. That's just my own uh, kind of interpretation of how how I live and eat. I stay away from refined foods for the most part, but my weakness is Kim and Jake's cake. 
I'm not kidding. (laughs) I mean, sweets and desserts of most kind are kind of my weakness, but from mid-December to mid-February, I'm in danger of falling off the health wagon due to multiple events, including Christmas, my anniversary, Wilder's birthday, and then as I'm finally getting back around to a normal state of being, my birthday hits in mid-February. And I love Kim and Jake so much that I just go buy myself a cake and I eat it for my entire birthday week. It's like a cake, two-month cake slog. And there are nights when I literally just bring the big Tupperware down to the couch and eat straight out of it and Tim joins me. It's like the cake never ends, but when it finally does, I will seek another sweet alternative. So this year I met Jules in the nick of time And I took the opportunity to force my hand and move off the Kim and Jake's wagon with a structured program. So we're going to go into details during the episode, so I'm not going to do that right now. But I am going to introduce Joe and Jules a little bit. Uh, They are just two incredible women who've created so much more than a food, health, eating program. They've created a movement People do the cleanse, the conscious cleanse, and then make it an annual jump starter to realign their bodies and, and rediscover the habits that move them back to their best health. That's how I like to phrase it, their best health. We all have a different parameter for that. Um, it's funny, I realized this was a movement when there was a, a night when I was making a pureed soup from, from their ca- uh, cookbook. And I, I made the soup and then I poured it into the blender and closed the blender and hit and hit go. And the heat of the soup created the pressure that blew the lid off the blender and it just sprinkled my kitchen with carrots. And, and um, I posted this on the private Facebook group and people were laughing and saying, yep, rookie mistake. I learned that my first time too. Next time, let it cool first. Basically, it prompted me to realize that people have been doing this multiple times. They come back to it because it really helps ground them. For me, in the end, um, it was a really cool experiment to add foods back into my diet after two weeks of taking them out, except for coffee. I added that back after 12 days. I couldn't go the whole 14. Anyway, that's just, (laughs) that's my thing. So... The cool thing about Jules and Joe is that they have very different backgrounds, but they come together with a shared excitement to help people find their best health. And I'm excited to share this episode with you. All right, you guys, you ready? (laughs) Ready. We're 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 doing this. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, Jules and Joe. So, so fun to be sitting here recording. We're not in my usual recording studio. We had a hookup. This is fancy. (laughs) So one of you is married to a guy who has a really nice recording studio hookup. (laughs) So let's start so people can know whose voice is whose. You know my voice. I'm Nicole DeBoom. I'm the Run This World host. Jules, why don't you go next since you've got the hookup here. Right, so I'm Jules and my last name is Poliath, which nobody knows how to say. No, it's very confusing. You have to say uh, Goliath with a P. But why is there a Z in it if you don't even... It's Spanish, it's Castilian, and I thought my maiden name was challenging, but no. 
Well, what is your maiden name? Eberly. Oh, cool. Okay. Nobody can ever spell that either. Eberly. Yeah, well, you know Eberle. what? There's so many new first names for kids these days that like <laughs> our last names don't even, they're not even confused. It doesn't even matter anymore. Right, right. So cool. Okay, so Jules is one of the founders of the Conscious Cleanse. And now let's throw it to Joe so we can hear your voice. Yes, I'm Joe Shalman and I'm the other co-founder. And if you see our picture, I'm the short blonde and Jules is the tall lanky brunette <laughs> i love it okay do you have an accent where are you from wisconsin yeah i knew it <laughs> i knew it i'm from chicago oh yeah we yeah. you know it's like where all in about, chicago uh downers grove okay how about you well i'm from milwaukee but i have family um right in downtown near rogers park oh yeah very cool yeah. that neighborhood's getting cooler yeah, and cooler it is. i still love chicago but i'm really glad i live in boulder That's and so i true. only like to visit the big city amen I know, very cool. So we're sitting here because we share a really cool experience now. <laughs> I've joined your tribe. Yes. I'm a conscious cleanser. So you guys, I um, I first came across you when I met Jules. And uh, we met through a mutual friend and sat down together for a tea. I was drinking coffee. You were drinking tea. <laughs> and um, the first thing I noticed was that you looked like an angel. Oh. It's like when people are clean, I don't even know a better way to say it, from inside out, just everything glows. And then I met you, Joe, and you also glow. Oh. And there is just something about what you two have done and created that is, I think, creating this whole army and community of people who glow and light the world. <laughs> oh, I love that. I mean, after hearing that, everybody listening is like, oh my God, how do I glow? I want to glow. Tell me how I glow. So let's, uh, I, I want to just kind of like start out by digging into the, the cleanse. Like, I want to hear both of your stories. So we're going to kind of pass the torch a little bit. How did you get here? How did you meet each other? And then why did you start this thing? Mm. So who wants to take it? Want to start? Sure. Joe's up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it, it goes back a, a while for me, and I'll keep I'll keep this sh you know short so it's because this could be a long story. But um, in 2004, I was riding my bike across the United States on a cross country bike trip, and um, I ended up getting hit, hit by a truck going uh, 70 miles per hour on my bike. Were you on a, a highway? Uh-huh. Interstate. Uh -huh. Like a frontage road or could you actually ride the interstate? No, it wasn't the interstate. It was a frontage road and it was oh. it was in Arizona. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, not so far from Flagstaff. Like did you're here still. I'm so here still. you didn't die. I didn't die. I broke my back in seven places. Oh my gosh. And uh, ended up being in major chronic pain and was about to go to medical school and that dream ended for me and um ended up gaining about 35 pounds, was in chronic pain at a level of a nine every day and um, got really depressed because I couldn't go to medical school. And all the doctors that I met said, you know, well, here's, you're gonna have to take pills for your pain for Percocet and then Prozac because you're depressed. And that was what I was kind of left to go off in the world with. And so that, I, I spent some years, um, probably six years between then and when Jules and I came together, kind of really floundering and and not being fully functional. So were you alone on this path? Like what was your support network? Of, of healing? Yeah, and people and family and. 
Well, I, I, it was hard because I wanted to go to medical school so badly. So all, I, I was kind of in denial of where I was and how badly I was hurt and my ability to kind of be back in, in the world. And everybody in my family had seen me as like really strong and tough and like Joe can do it. And of course, it's not as bad. But every time I like tried to do, you know, live a normal life, I would just tank. So what was that you're strong, you're tough. I mean, what was your background uh, athletically mm-hmm. or, you know, your body background? Yeah, I was a gymnast for high-level competitive gymnast for 14 years and then I dove um, in college and um, so I was used to being uh, athletic and my body was my vehicle and like you know that's how I express myself in the world. Okay I have to I have to go on a tangent. Yeah. So I dated a diver in college (laughs) and you guys are a little mental. (laughs) You guys are a little crazy (laughs) and that you have to be in that sport. Mm. Think about how crazy the risk is every time you jump off the end of the board. Yeah. Um, I actually, this is really kind of a cool thing too. In college, I wrote my senior paper on women athletes and body image. Mm. And I ended up doing this sort of survey of my athlete friends. So clearly all the way back in the day, these topics were still interesting to me then. They still are now, obviously. Like this is what I do for a living help women and um there is a correlation between sports where people have skimpier uniforms to worse self-esteem I believe and it. worse body image mm-hmm. than athletes who have uh uniforms that cover more of their body the two sports you did <laughs> were the so worst. you already had a disadvantage <laughs> I sister. Did. you're not did. only wearing skimpy uniforms you're literally judged on the way you look yeah yeah Diving and gymnastics, wow. So hey, kudos to you for even like coming, you know, getting to become an adult in like a positive way and doing this ride across America, like you were pushing yourself still. It was a huge, you know, attempt to even go after that. So I can understand like getting derailed, not only physically, but like your dreams for a future profession were just kind of crushed. Yeah, and so that was, that was a big challenge and not being able to, you know, be physical. I couldn't even walk around the block. I couldn't do anything. And it was it was really it was really a very depressing time in my life. Um, yeah. I talked to a lot of women um, who chronic pain is a bigger thing than I, I knew. Yeah. I just I didn't understand it. I'm starting to have it just from injuries. Yeah. You know, but not medically. Yeah. But there are so many people out there that once you have an accident, once you break your back, yeah, you're gonna have pain throughout your life in different ways. So now it's more of how do you manage That's it? That's right. right. That's right. And okay. and at the time, you know, I was 27 when this happened, and um, I didn't believe. I will for a long time. I believed that this was the way it was going to be because 20 plus doctors said you're going to be in pain and disabled for the rest of your life, and I I kind of felt that way and. Um, but then I also got to a point, I, a mentor of mine who's a really awesome yoga teacher named Anna Forrest. Um, I don't know if you've heard of yeah, her. Yeah, and I think Mara Abbott, who was on yeah. the show, was yeah. in her class totally. too. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's one of my mentors, and um, I went to one of her classes, and I, I took her yoga class, and and she came up to me, and there were you know hundreds of people in the room, and I had this like injury tag that was like a, a mile long, and I, I just was like in tears and I couldn't do anything. And she looked at me and she was like, you can heal. And she was the first person who told me that. And it was like, I just like was lit up. It was like lightning rod because I believed then it was possible. So then I went on this journey to look to see how I could heal. And I started working with her and I started working with, you know, uh, alternative healers. I mean, not even alternative anymore, but just doing things that weren't, you know, the typical route and studying nutrition and doing 
exploring diets and what food would do. And because it's interesting, you talked about um, women athletes and probably because I had that history, food had been a really interesting relationship for me and that I wasn't, it wasn't very positive. And so I always saw like what I ate was like calorie counting and, and, you know, as a kid, but even in high school, I think I was on, I tried diet pills to lose weight and just Man, things. that's dangerous. Super Slippery dangerous. slope. It's super mm-hmm. dangerous. And so then I got in this kind of like this cycle of like, okay, if I just lose 40 pounds, I'm going to feel better. And I didn't, I didn't really connect, you know, that that was my goal. And so I tried every diet on the market. Really, I tried every diet and I failed at every diet. Like package meals, groups, you know, counting points, trying lemon water and cayenne. And every time I did it, I would um, maybe lose a little bit of weight. Then I would gain more weight back and feel even more depressed because it was like this self, this punishment that I was like putting on, putting totally. on myself. Totally. And Jules, you can chime in yeah. on this too. We're going to come back to your story as well. But this word diet, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-mm. No. What What's up with that? And how can we reframe what, you know, diet to me says you're restricting and you're trying to lose weight. That's yeah. your end goal. And, and that's the not, word die is in yeah. it. Oh, oh, <laughs> with a little T there. Yeah. With uh, a it's, yeah. So, uh, so, okay. So, so you've really like, you've seen the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, part of it was my coming coming together with Jules when I was coming from this horrible place and I tried everything and I tend to sometimes do things the hard way, like do, like hit my head against the wall. That didn't work. So what if that didn't work? Then food has to be healing. If food was like something I hated and it was my enemy, then food had to be maybe, what about if food could heal me? And it's so like I, the bizarro world. <laughs> like there's a Seinfeld where, uh, you know, they're like, Costanza's like, I'm just going to do everything the opposite of what I would do. And it's like he has the it's best so life. True. You know? It's so true. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so I started doing that and Jules was, you know, she'll tell her story in a minute, but that's, I came from that place in, in co-creating the conscious cleanse of wanting to feel better. And so we put together a program just to make ourselves feel better. And I came from this highly, you know, chronic pain place, depressed place. And Jules was at a different starting point and different motivations and really was wonderful. You know, we brought two very different um, energies and experiences to the table. And so I I think that was kind of pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of even just the way we eat is very different. And for us to have come together, um, the way we did, we actually could take our two different nutritional backgrounds and see what the common common denominators were. And in that, you go back to the diet, in that we created a program that is really enables the person to make choices based on their own starting point and their health and um, you know what they like to eat and what they don't like to mm-hmm. eat. And this diet roller coaster mentality, it's set up for us to fail because there's like this perfect, quote unquote, perfect way to do things. And if you fall short of that, you're like Joe said, you're a failure. And so we really came together to create a, a, a cleanse that is um, completely out of the box, like not what you think of when mm-hmm. you think of the word cleanse, which I heard you mm-hmm. say you thought you were going, you oh. thought the word cleanse was like starvation, oh, lemon yeah. water, cayenne. Like the things you read about in the back of People magazine, yeah, like take this grapefruit fat, extract fat, fat. thing and, and watermelon juice for a week and you'll lose 30 pounds, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But okay, wait, there's really something cool though that's going on here is you guys come from very different backgrounds. 
and you come together and food backgrounds is part of it you know your back other parts of your background are also very different but um it's like a marriage Mm. the best (laughs) ones are when you're very different people but your values align Mm -hmm. and that's what we're talking about that's right yeah how how cool is that so let's find out about your values Jules, why don't you share a little bit of your background and let's see if we can circle around to what these like kind of base values are that helped you found the conscious cleanse. Yeah, it's interesting because I really, um, we came to create the conscious cleanse and I didn't really even know that I was doing something that I had sort of envisioned for myself um, because I was kind of in a, in a, I would say kind of a career crisis. I had just had my first baby. Um, I wanted to be a present mom. Um, but I also wanted to, there was this other part of me that was yearning to contribute to the world on a bigger level, to contribute to my family uh, financially. And um, and so I was torn and I was really like having this like this career crisis where I was like, uh, what am I, what am I doing? Well, in this idea of being a present mom, mm-hmm. like, do you have to be with your kid all the time to be a present mom? Right. Right. I, you know, not necessarily, No, but yeah. when you are with your kid, you need to then be present. Yes. And I think like, maybe it's even more important to have small amounts of time with your kid and really be in it yes. than to be with your kid all the time, kind of wondering, we should, I don't think I really want to be here. Well, yeah, and that was part of it too. I was, yeah. I was doing the stay-at-home mom thing, and at like the seven, eight, nine-month mark, I was like, I don't think I can do this all day, all the time. Like, I'm just not necessarily cut out for it either. You know, yeah. like I have tremendous respect for uh, the women that that stay home with their kiddos. Did all you day. feel guilt about that? Um, no, I didn't because I, I I really was listening to this this yearning in myself too, which was um, so important that I had a calling to create a, a business, a global business um, that was online. That was something I could do from anywhere in the world. That I could create a community of health seekers, of like-minded health seekers. I love and I, that. And so I had cool. this vis- vision written down. And um, when when Joe um, Joe actually Joe and I were have been teaching yoga in Boulder for uh, a lot of years, and we knew <laughs> each other through yoga. Um, we were both studying nutrition. And Joe said to me one day, she's like, I knew you were into food. And I was really into raw food and very much, you know, did a deep dive into, you know, green juice and raw food like early on in my yoga days. And she said, I knew you were into it, but I didn't know you were that into it that you were in school for it. <laughs> she's like, freaky into it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, um, and so Joe was like, we should create a cleanse. And we should, we, we actually, the first cleanse that we ran was, was out of a yoga studio and it was in person. And on the side, and, and prior to this, I had been studying um, just on my own online marketing and what it, what it would take to create an online community and what were the different, you know, components and pieces of that. And, you know, how do you, how do you connect to an audience online? And um, so we did this group program initially in person. and these you know 10 to 15 people had remarkable results so you know we created the the conscious cleanse really 
for, for ourselves first and put ourselves through it and then put a group through it. And like over the course of this, you know, two week period, people were changing things that were issues that they had dealt with their whole entire life. Like what kind of issues? Why would somebody want to do the cleanse? Well, I remember seeing Joe, like I'll Mm -hmm. use Joe as an example because um, I had known Joe for a lot of years and I, you know, we work remotely a lot of times. So I hadn't seen her for like a week, maybe two, week and a half, 10 days or something. And um, when I looked at her, I saw a completely different person. The way you kind of described the glow, mm-hmm. but it was there is like this. But you're this not confidence. pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it's not a. Pre- <laughs> it's not a hormonal glow. No. <laughs> or, uh, um, but yeah, like the inflammation in her face was down, oh. so I could see her cheekbones. The mm-hmm. whites of her eyes were really white. Joe has super blue eyes, so the blue was like vibrant. Right. But I now was I'm, also now I'm staring into her eyes. Yeah, wow. I was also having that experience in myself, mm-hmm. just like feeling mm-hmm. so connected to my myself at such a deep level, and just like owning this, you know, like knowing that we had been nourishing our bodies at this deep level. There's just it's it's sort of hard to describe. I mean, you yeah. had you had I had significant s- significant physical, physical changes. Yeah, I had. I mean, my pain was at a nine, and in two weeks it went to a five. Like that was a game changer. Wow, for me. What Some do you live at normally now? Anywhere between a two to a five. Wow. So it's gotten better and better. It depends how much I'm sitting and how much I'm stressed. True. And- we should be standing right now. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I, that's and it's been primarily managed through what you put in your body. That's right. Gosh. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah. You know, um, so the cleanse is like, I see why you started it. And then it it was very organic and authentic because you did it yourselves. You saw, physically saw differences. Then you introduce it to a, a trusted group of people mm-hmm. to be your guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. Do they get free cleanses for life? Yes, yeah. they should. <laughs> I know, right? How awesome. <laughs> they help you get this community off the ground. And I like that there's a business angle to it because, yeah, I mean, that's the reality. You know, we all want to do good things in the world, but you can't sustain those good things if you can't make a little money doing it to keep your message moving forward. And I think that's amazing. And I applaud you as two business women in this world, Mm -hmm. not just health seekers and health bringers. I remember Jules actually said, she was like, when she was in nutrition school and we still knew each other, we were both exploring health. She's like, I want to start a business, but I'm not sure what it is yet. And we were doing this thing on the side, which (laughs) was going to be the conscious cleanse, but like we didn't even see it it we didn't we weren't totally. we weren't trying to create a business mm-hmm. but it just happened yeah yeah and that's when the magic happens mm-hmm. just for sake of time i want to dig into some of the like founding well you have a word for them but i would say like founding principles mm-hmm. of of the conscious cleanse and let me just step back by saying i'm a food experimenter and <laughs> everyone listening knows that <laughs> i spent a whole year experimenting every other month on different things to see how my body did like what um i did gluten-free mm-hmm. i did no dessert that was mm-hmm. like a killer worst month ever yeah and then <laughs> i just kept started eating later in the day because my definition of <laughs> no dessert was like not eating after dinner. And I would eat chocolate in the middle of the day. So it, like, it totally blew up on me. Um, I did. I ended up on vegan, a vegan mm-hmm. month, which I loved. 
And that's kind of where I've ended up staying, mm. you know, so there is just was a lot of fun, right? And I yeah. like to explore that and see how my body reacts. And I feel like anyone can do anything for a short, relatively short period of time. Mm-hmm. That's right. But, you know, the cleanse, the more extreme a cleanse is, the harder it is for people to maintain. Mm. So you guys throw some wrenches in there. These, uh, these uh, fat, uh, what are the weekends called again? Oh, the purification. Oh, yeah. Again. Purification, <laughs> yeah. man. That's that's some tough stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like you take an athlete mentality and um, you go through a cleanse and then you kind of throw in a couple days that are maybe seen as a little bit more difficult and uh, you push through. You come out the other side and then you see You feel results. really accomplished. Like you I do. remember when we were doing this, I was like, I can't, I don't know if I can do this. Like the purification weekends. I had had such a history with, you know, again, like either food deprivation or overeating or yeah. diets, all this. And so for me, it was like slightly scary. And I feel like I always failed. And so we ate all this great food and meats and non-gluten grains and nuts. And then we hit these weekends and I did it. And I was like, I can do it. And it's not triggering all this old crap because there's a mind game there's a mindset that goes with it Mm -hmm. totally you know maybe we should take people through what a cleanse is Mm. so they can kind of get it whirling in their brains and and start to see if and when the time is right for them to go down this path so when i decided i was going to do it um i was like transition what's that there's a lot of different transitions going on in the world these days (laughs) what's transition and uh, my impression of this few days of transition was that you start to reduce some of the behaviors mostly food related behaviors and drinking related behaviors so that when you actually hit the start date you're a little more acclimated you don't have you know tough um reactions i guess yeah there's a couple different um we've identified that there's a couple different personalities out there Mm -hmm. and they're really based on you know joe and i (laughs) and the different ways that we would do things so um if you told me you know my start date was tomorrow i probably would have started you know five days ago getting prepared for my start date and so where joe would be like i don't need to know anything until tomorrow morning at 8 a.m and then I'll I'll gather the information and then I'll know what to do when I would ask Jules for the cliff notes. I'd be yeah. like, what am I supposed to do tomorrow morning? What am I supposed to do tomorrow morning? <laughs> Diving in yeah. but first. The, but transition and really the whole premise of the cleanse is is for it to be accessible. So I think it's important for people to know that you're eating food on the cleanse. You're eating lots of food mm-hmm. and whole foods that um, include um meat if you like meat and you thrive on animal protein non-gluten grains and nuts and seeds and veggies have a really really big presence and um, we can dive into that a little bit more but the the idea with the cleanse and with transition is just to um, take for example coffee which is something that people always struggle like i'll do a cleanse but i'm not going to give up my coffee or my wine or whatever it is that's scary um we use transition to give people um, a taste of what it's going to be like. And in, in the case of coffee or other addictive substances, we'll stair step you off of caffeine. So if you like drink six cup of, cups of coffee normally today, we'll say, OK, tomorrow have three cups of coffee and then and then have one cup of coffee and then have black tea and then green tea. And then maybe after that, you're ready for an herbal tea or warm lemon water, which is what we um, mm-hmm. also are Oh, big, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Every which morning. sounds very cleansy, like, oh, you're mm-hmm. drinking warm lemon water, like that's your breakfast. But no, it's 
It's just what we kickstart our day with. It's just a good flush. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It takes you to a more alkaline state, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm one of those people who, so I stopped drinking alcohol about 10 years ago for lots of reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) So that was no issue for me. Right. But when I met other people on the cleanse, I asked, so what's been the hardest to everybody I met? especially at the dinner we did at Zeal. We got to give props to Zeal, mm-hmm. great restaurant in Boulder. Um, and they had two, there were two answers. It was either my alcohol, so they're either beer or wine drinkers, or my coffee. You're right. Oh, my coffee. That's yeah. right. And one person said my cheese. That was yeah. it. Yeah. There's exactly. one cheese head yeah. out there. Yeah. So, and we know about that yeah. from being in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I really was mad at you guys every morning. Because I drank my warm lemon water and I journaled. We're going to go into that too. But um, I wanted my coffee still. Yeah. I had one day of a little bit of crabbiness, but I felt physically like no big deal. I could give That's up great. coffee. I give yeah. up alcohol. No big deal. It was the mental part. So that, I think, is also part of what you help people come to terms with throughout the cleanse is this acceptance Mm. you know and it's so interesting how we're so ruled by food right and food choices and we are we are no exceptions to the rule when it comes to that um and it's good to take a break from things so that you can then see like what a grip it has on you yes you know like i remember being a diehard coffee drinker and thinking like okay if i go on that camping trip or if I spend the night there are they gonna have coffee the next morning and like deciding whether I was going to do something to the tonight based on whether I was going to be able to get my coffee the next morning like it's such an interesting way to live your life and where else are you making decisions based on an addiction really it's you're you're not addicted like it's not life or death and we I, I like I love coffee like don't get me wrong I'm not a coffee hater but um it's it's just interesting to see how much our um you know our behaviors are dictated by these different like must-haves throughout the day and you know so coffee's true. not a horrible thing but um it, but under, so- it uncovers a lot more than just oh I gave up coffee for two weeks right well can we ask on that topic because I agree with everything you just said it's important to back off. I took 12 days. I reintroduced awesome. coffee the last weekend of the cleanse. I just did. and I and But I'm at one cup a day. What I used to before? drink two or three. Yeah, That's huge. So it is different, right? And I'm feeling how it affects my body more. Mm. And not instead of just slugging it down. Mm-hmm. And I'm still drinking my water with lemon. So there are some new habits that get picked up. Mm-hmm. And before we go there, though, I asked a few friends, like, what do you want me to ask them? And like, why do I have to give up coffee? Like, what's the big deal? Why? What's the big deal about coffee and caffeine? And Well, I think the question we like to ask people, there's, this, there's several layers to this, but is, you know, what foods you love and crave? And typically, if there's like a craving for something, there usually is a relationship to how that affects your health if you can't live without it. And then when you take it out, it looks different for everybody else, for everybody. So some people, when you get rid of caffeine, they feel more of a level energy than they did. They they start to, their anxiety goes down, they sleep better, um, and their their skin starts to glow. So it, it again, it really, it really just depends. But then there's the other piece of, you know, like, 
what's really running the show? Like, what, what do you really need in that moment? Like when you're looking to grab that cup of coffee, usually it's like, I'm exhausted, I'm stressed, I'm whatever. And how can you address that root need rather than, you know, use a cup of coffee or sugar or wine to kind of fill that hole? I love this story. It's about you. I think it, you, uh, Jules, was telling it, but how you were having a meltdown about how you wanted a chicken breast. Yeah. <laughs> And and if maybe you can explain it. Yeah, it was one of the purification weekends, which, by the way, these are optional. So, you know, for, for some people, it's a, a little much to start. But it's veggies and fruits and some healthy fat. And I remember that first weekend at 4 o'clock, I was like, I want a chicken breast. All I want is a chicken breast. And I couldn't get off it about this chicken breast. And so an, an ex-boyfriend at the time walked in the room and was like, just have a chicken breast. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, chicken, you're not like wanting, you know, wine or sugar. And I realized like in that moment when I was kind of like he gave me, quote, permission to eat it, that it wasn't about this chicken breast. It was about, you know, I all this, I had emotions coming up for me, emotions that I didn't want to feel. And in general, I think I had used food just to, kind of numb emotions, even even normal feelings. And so it was learning about how to feel my feelings and just move through it rather than get stuck in it. And that was so profound for me. Gosh, it's amazing. We do so use true. food like to numb us in so many ways, even just, even if it's like healthy food, mm-hmm. like we stuff ourselves like so intensely and then we it, it, it helps us to not feel certain things. So that is another part of the process of the unfolding of the cleanse, I think that people get in touch with these other layers that um, that emotional rawness can come through, you know? And I yeah. think that that's, then people can see like, oh, this is where I'm um, out of alignment in my life, or mm-hmm. this actually isn't working for me anymore. And then they, they make decisions. Like we had someone on our cleanse who, he said, I've been hemming and hawing. This was a, an older gentleman and he had been, trying to decide whether he had enough money and savings to retire. And finally, at the end of the cleanse, he's like, it's so clear now. Like, I'm going to go live my life. And he like hugged us and kissed mm. us. And he was like, I'm moving to Arizona. And, you know, it, oh, it my like, God, so I not- love it. You need to do the cleanse if you don't know what you want to do in life. <laughs> I mean, it will be clear. It's just really interesting how there's this ripple effect mm. just from eating you know, clean, healthy food, but it's not just from eating clean, healthy food. There's all these other layers layers and you pull on one little thread and string and something else happens. Oh, absolutely. It's like your brain is, I don't know, taken over by all this thinking that Mm. we do about food. Mm -hmm. And when you release that, your brain can actually (laughs) function more clearly. Um, Let's talk about those other founding things that make this cleanse work for people. Um, should I bring some up? Sure. All right. Tell us. All right. So here's my, here's my take. Um, one of the big things is about food combining. Mm -hmm. So I read this book when I was 22, Fit for Life. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember the guy that wrote it, but a college friend of mine, I went to visit her and they're like, we only eat fruit till noon. And I was like, what's the big deal? Fruit till noon. They're like, well, fruit doesn't digest the same (laughs) when other foods in your body. I recently listened to a podcast of uh, Jesse Itzler, who's Sarah Blakely's husband, Mm -hmm. you know, the founder of Spanx, and they're Mm -hmm. just like living this crazy life. And someone asked him, what's the one thing you do every day? He goes, I only eat fruit till noon because I read Fit for Life when I was in my 20s. That's awesome. But the point is I learned about food combining super young. 
And I never followed it as Mm -hmm. an athlete because I was just constantly putting calories Mm -hmm. in my body. But I think it's a really important part of what you do. And I struggled a lot with it. Mm. So maybe we can explain food combining. Yeah, and this is something that Jules really brought to the table when we started developing the cleanse. Yeah, so food combining was a big game changer for me as well because when I started to implement it, it it changed my digestive system. And you talk about being food obsessed, but I think a lot of times we're obsessed then with how that food makes us feel. And so I was putting things in my body, but then, you know, so I was like obsessed about what I was gonna put in the tank, but then I would have like a stomach ache and cramps and gas and bloating. Um, so then I was dealing with that side of, you know, the, re- the results of what I put in. So food combining changed all that for me. And it's, it is based on the idea that certain foods go through your digestive system at a different rate. And when you combine them in, in an optimal way, you can help that process. You can make your body, um, you know, just like, like a fine-tuned machine so that it can process the food, assimilate it, um, use and use what it needs, and then eliminate it. And the elimination part is really important that nobody ever wants to talk about what, (laughs) everyone wants to talk about what to put in their body, but they never want to talk about what's coming out of their body. It's like a taboo topic. Totally. Yeah. And we, what we want people to recognize is that, yes, what you put in is super important, but if that food is not leaving out the appropriate channels, mm-hmm. it's sitting in your body. And that accumulation of waste can lead to a whole slew of other problems that start to show up when you're in your you know, 40s and your 50s. And that's years of accumulated waste. Oh, it's just Which disgusting. is pretty disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I remember one of my first conversations after I started was, so I pooped today. You know, it's like that's how the <laughs> sentence started. You know, and it's true. Like you do- And it was green? It was. It actually, like, it starts to turn green after Uh a while. Um, But, hey, that's part of the process here. It's a good sign. Yeah, it is a good sign. sign. I know. And I know a lot of people who, they poop every, like, three or four days, and they actually think that's normal because it's what they've done their whole life. And when they start to either through food combining or just by adding tons of vegetables, you know, um, the fiber, it just helps them tremendously. And then they go, oh my gosh, I'm pooping every day. I didn't even know this could be possible. So if you're having that issue and you're listening <laughs> and you think it's normal to poop every three or four days, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's and time a, and to a make a part, change. Big part of even, we say uh, waste equals weight. So it's just a very simple thing. Cause if you're mm. not pooping and you're having, you're really struggling with weight loss, just looking at your digestive system is huge. I know, it's true. Yeah. So I think that one's really, key and the idea that fruit needs to be eaten on its own Mm -hmm. and then my take was the vegetables your foundation for when Mm -hmm. you're eating your meals Mm -hmm. so you can have a veggie you can have veggies with anything but you can't have veggies with more than two combo or Mm -hmm. more than one combo so you can have like veggies and grain Mm -hmm. or you can have veggies and your protein Mm -hmm. or you can have what else Protein gets broken out into a couple categories. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that's where it gets confusing. Yeah. You can have your veggies with your animal protein, or you can have your veggies with your beans or legumes, right. or you can have your veggies with your 
Greens. You know, the vegan oh, nuts and seeds. Oh, nuts right, right. Seeds. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And on this diet, the other thing is that I thought not diet. See, wrong <laughs> word. What <laughs> the hell? It's hard not to say it, though, I know. Right? So on this program, um, it's about eliminating all the common food allergens. So that was another thing that was really different to me, is taking out soy mm. and taking out nightshades. Everyone's like, what the hell's a nightshade? <laughs> right? I, I, it's tomatoes. Red or peppers mm-hmm. and eggplant, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Those. Th- that's those, those are the, the heavy main hitters. Ones. Yeah. yeah. See, about 15 years ago when I was racing, I remember eating an eggplant meal and getting white circles on my tongue. Wow. And I realized I have a sensitivity to this, but I love it. Mm-hmm. So if I choose and to eat it, I know I'm going to have some kind of, I'm not going to digest it as well, mm-hmm. probably, right? Yeah. And that's the love and crave thing. Like, it's really interesting. The loving and wow. craving of something oftentimes points us in the right direction of, like, some of our sensitivities. Wow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Um, peanuts out, you know, a dairy gone. Um, uh, what, uh, what other allergens do we take out? Strawberries, oranges, yes. shellfish, chocolate, pork. Yes. Help me out, Joe. Gluten, dairy, soy, caffeine. alcohol, caffeine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Corn. Corn. Oh, yeah. That was um, big. Yeah. But, you know, and then you go, well, oranges. what can I eat? Right. Well, there's a whole wide world of things you can eat mm-hmm. once you start to explore it. And I think one of the most fun things about the cleanse is when you open your mind, you have a whole new world of recipes. Yeah of food preparation, of just looking at food in different ways. And once you start to get clean and kind of uh, build your palate foundation, foods taste better. Yeah. Totally. Your taste buds wake up and you're like, I didn't, that carrot didn't yeah. taste very good. But now that I'm eating clean, you're like, wow, it's so sweet. And it's, you know, really crisp. And it kind of, you mm-hmm. taste the flavors of food. And it's just so fascinating. We didn't say eggs. And I want to bring up eggs. Oh, yeah, oh, bring yes. up eggs. I suspect that a yeah. large oh, part of your community loves eggs. And um, we talked to a woman today who was do she was in her food testing phase and she was shocked to find out that she had an egg sensitivity and we'll tell you how it showed up um but that's one of those things that we eat every single day it's it's a habit and that's when you look at our list of you know the foods that we keep off your plate and we do say that that way as opposed to forbidden foods because they're just off your plate temporarily there's all these other foods for you to choose from and we're going to show you how to get really creative with that um but but eggs is such a it's kind of like coffee and mm-hmm. that it's like one of those things that people want to have every day and it's so nice to take a break from it and then at the end of the cleanse which you're probably getting to but we do a food testing phase and that's when you can test something like an egg and we'll teach you you know systematically how to put in your body one of course to see you know, if you have a strong reaction, but just to notice what you feel. And by the time you come to the end of the cleanse, it's even the little subtleties Mm -hmm. of how food makes you feel start to show up. So this woman was like, um, she said she got really hyperactive and she got super jazzed up and like super Mm -hmm. edgy, but then she had a more, a a more severe reaction with, you know, her face getting red and a rash on her chest and things like that. But um, food affects us in so many different ways and we're not always we're not always connecting how we feel to the food we eat and I think more often than not you know it's something that we do every day so well, it's something to look at absolutely and what I was most excited about was getting to the finish line and then the reintroduction I want to hear about your like how you felt oh yeah I've I actually felt great yeah. you know I mean there was 
the one thing for me is that I work out a lot. Yeah. So right on the first day, I did a very hard, I, I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Right. I hadn't mm-hmm. made my homemade bars and the things that I made after mm-hmm. I bonked. I'm just going to call it a bonk. Yeah. yeah. The first day was tough. It could have been partially coffee withdrawal too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did a very hard fit wall class. And uh, then I did a little extra workout later in the day, which I never do two workouts anymore. And I was like, why am I dragging? You know, it's like, well, duh. I wasn't eating enough because I wasn't prepared with the foods that I should have brought with me to supplement, you know, that day. And that's half the battle. We talk about the conscious snack pack and being prepared because if you're prepared, you won't be hungry. You won't bonk. And, you know. I am not a like a preparation person. I'm like, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. And I have to tell you, being prepared with food has changed my life. It really yeah. has. And I love it. So after I got through that and I realized, okay, I've just got to be better prepped so that I can continue working out. So here's the thing. I know that the cleanse experience is also about taking a step back and giving yourself like permission to back off from some of your normal things. So I did, you know, I still worked out, but not quite at the same level. Mm. Right. So, um, so I backed off a bit and I, some of my really big takeaways were number one, the food that wasn't, that was cool. And I'm, the one thing when I did food reintroduction, there's one food that I think bothered me and I'm bummed because I love it again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Popcorn. Mm. Isn't that interesting? I love making popcorn. Yeah. At home, do you do an air pop? Yeah, popper? I do a whirly pop. Uh-huh. So there's some oil in it. but How did yeah. it bother you? Oh, it's just like a bloaty, gassy thing, yeah. and it has mm-hmm. to do with like the next morning and yeah. how that... Yeah, how I have the, that same reaction. Do you? Constipated? Yeah, mm. just I'll like, say it for just <laughs> off, yeah. off, you know? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I think the other foods, I kind of forced my reintroduction a little mm-hmm. quickly because I was really excited to... <laughs> you know, try to add the foods back, but I tried to do them one by one and I didn't have a lot of issues and I was really grateful for Mm -hmm. that. But this was eye-opening for me and I actually think people should do it like every five years or less Mm -hmm. for your sakes every year. (laughs) We we Um, have people doing it, you know, three to four times a year just as a reboot. Totally. Well, and that's actually a really good distinguishing factor because when we came together, what we saw were programs out there like you said in the back of people magazine which was you know order all these expensive supplements yes you know choke them down and continue to eat mcdonald's and diet coke and you'll get the benefits just from these products and that just felt so off to me right because you know we actually wanted to create something that people would give people a path to run on so create a sustainable way of eating yeah and that's you know that's what the conscious cleanse that's our that's like our secret mission mm-hmm. is that we're giving people a way to eat it's a on, lifestyle it's a lifestyle yeah <laughs> so on and off the cleanse i yeah. love it yeah. um well there's there are a couple other things though that this was really unique to me that you went past food Mm-hmm. So it was, let's start some new habits, see how they stick. Mm-hmm. Let's try journaling in the morning. So I went up and down a little bit with that. Jules and I talked about it because I woke up to journal and then within one minute, mm-hmm. my daughter Wilder was, mom, get me this, get me that. You know, and if Tim wasn't home, I had to respond. I couldn't say, no, I'm in my journaling zone with my warm <laughs> lemon water. Leave me be. mental detox. Yeah. So, but I got into a bit of a groove with it and, um, and it was really cool to see what had comes you out. Before? No, I'm not a journaler. I'm a talker. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) um, But then there were also like every day there were tips and things to to do to keep it interesting and to continue the detox through your life. There was a day when it was detox your cleaning supplies. Mm -hmm. 
get rid of anything with these ingredients. They're not good for you. Mm -hmm. Yet we're surrounded by them and we're putting them on our skin and the floor and the counters and the places we prep food. And that was huge. Okay, so anyone listening, like this is good stuff. Um, Meditation. Mm -hmm. You know what? Mm. I will be ready for this soon. I couldn't do it, but I'm getting closer and I'm almost there. What did you try to do? I just tried to be Mm. for a little bit, a couple of days. And I've thought about this for a long time. I think I'm going to be ready for it soon. Mm -hmm. And the cleanse brought me a step closer. Have you used Headspace? No, Have you tried Headspace? No, that's but I've what, heard about it. Yeah, that's, a, that's an amazing tool. It's an app that you download. Yes. and Yeah. I mean, I am getting closer to being this crunchy granola, <laughs> boulder girl, right? <laughs> Cleansing, detoxing, <laughs> meditation. I mean, geez. did you try our guided self or our guided, um, our vibrant self guided visualization no, that we did on the call? But I need okay. to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, for me, it was what I liked about the cleanse was that you're meeting people where they are. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to go down this route right now because I don't have it in me. But I am going to go down, I'm going to explore these other areas. Mm-hmm. And when I met the other people who had done the cleanse, it really made me almost feel better because they, no one was being perfect, no. like mm-hmm. you said. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, well, I've cut back on this or I've cut back on this or I'm trying this new thing. And I think that's a really empowering that you don't have to give up everything or be perfect in order to do this and see a result. Yeah, I remember when we first started um, running the cleanse, one of my best friends from college was like, I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to give up my beer. I just, I need my beer. And she's <laughs> like, sorry, I'm, I'm just not going to do your program. And, you know, we were wanting lots of people at that time. We were very new to sign up for the program and really get a good experience. And um, I was like, and this is our, 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 our theory and this is what we believe is that fine come to the cleanse drink your beer who cares everything else you're going to do is so great that you're you're going to feel better in two weeks and then usually you know after a week we'll say do you need that beer or how about half of a beer and are you willing to you know think about it differently after you've done this and there isn't such a battle with a food totally yeah there's a couple we're we're running along here we've been 45 minutes awesome i've got a couple more questions and then and we're going to wrap it but there's a there's a whole section on superfoods, mm. and it's kind of a new thing to me. So can you educate us on what superfoods are and how you might incorporate them into your life? Yeah, I mean, superfoods are a class of really the most nutrient-dense foods that you can get. So um, we call it the, the most nutrient-dense bang for your buck. And there's a lot of fun that you can have with these, and we can talk about some of our current mm-hmm. favorites. There's been a lot of favorites that we've incorporated over the years. Um, so you don't have to go out and feel like you have to, you know, buy the whole section of superfoods at the supermarket, but just experiment with one, integrate it in, and see if it makes a difference. Because that's, I, mm-hmm. we're, we always say, and I do this personally, is like, you know, consider your body sort of like a giant experiment and be your own active investigator and put a food in your body and see how it makes you feel. Um, so so what, what are they? Like, tell us what well, some like examples a, are. So like a superfood that comes to mind for me right now is, is turmeric. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I've been loving as, um, you know, a boost. We do have a smoothie with um, turmeric in it on our website. And um, what is it called? Turmeric. Totally turmeric. Totally turmeric. It's totally (laughs) turmeric. So turmeric is really good for inflammation. That's one of the big, Mm -hmm. the big reasons. Um, 
so I've been loving that lately um, in a tea, actually. Um, but I sometimes when we're coming out of cold and flu season, but I would put it in like a little warm um, shot glass kind of thing with warm water, um, maybe some apple cider vinegar or some lemon, depending, some turmeric, some honey, and then like shoot that back like an immune boost. Ooh. Pretty awesome. Amazing. Immune boost. Mm-hmm. Um, chia seeds, hemp seeds. Those are things that I put in my smoothies quite a bit. What about you, Joe? Oh, well. Chia hemp. Mm-hmm. Cacao. Oh, I do love oh. cacao, which we don't do on the cleanse, but cacao, you know, is the raw form of chocolate and it's one of our favorites. It's awesome. It's high in magnesium and iron and, uh, you know, it's raw form off the charts. You can put it in your smoothie. You can make raw chocolate with it. Mm. Really, really but great. Why don't we call it cocoa? Why do we have to call it cacao? I don't know. Cacao. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me think it's a bird. I know. I, that stuff is amazing. So I think that's a cool thing. So if people want to check out what you're doing, mm-hmm. check out that whole superfood section. You'll learn a lot just from mm. just from adding some of those in. Yep. Um, how do you measure results? How do people measure their results? I, well, we have a, a wellness evaluation when people start. And there's a series of 10 questions. And they fill it out. And they rate themselves on a scale of 1 to 10. And it's just a, a barometer to give people an idea. Like, OK, day one, here's how you feel. Day seven, here's how you feel. And day 14. And we started doing that because we realized that people didn't, they forgot about how badly they felt before. And they were like, I don't know if I'm feeling that much better. But then because they lost their aches and pains, but they forgot about them. And so so convenient. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's nice because now you have this kind of like a log of how you feel. And you can also look back at that log too to remind Mm -hmm. yourself. We also encourage people to take what we call a vibrancy photo Mm -hmm. um, because we're not fans of the you know diet before and after pictures where someone looks like super depressed and you know before and after and then they're all made up with their makeup and they you oh know, gosh, and then they're like I in their bikini it. and but um but really a vibrancy photo whether they choose to share that or not you know just because usually you can notice your results just right here um in your face you know and whether it's the dark circles under your eyes disappear or the whiteness yeah. in your eyes um or even the inflammation i mean inflammation is so huge and people a lot of times we'll see that in their cheeks or they'll feel it in their waistband. Um, but we have a we have a whole campaign around ditching your scale. Mm. And that's really Ooh, I love um, that. that's mm. really Joe's thing mm. is um, coming from that diet mentality. But um, ditch you know, the scale. Ditch hashtag. the scale. Yeah, hashtag ditch the scale. The picture of, of uh, Jules drinking a green juice and me throwing the scale. Um. Man, green juice. Oh, we got a whole nother podcast. Yeah. All right. So we've got two more questions. You have to decide who's going to answer the first one and who's going to answer the second one. Oh. Yeah. Who's going to do first? Is, is this just kind of like volunteer? La- nope. Last couple questions. So pick it. I'll go first. All right. Rock, cool. Paper, scissors. <laughs> They're arm wrestling. Um, all right, Jules. So what is the one most important thing if people could only do this one thing? that follows a conscious cleanse values, what would that be? Oof, gosh, one thing. It would be um, to eat more veggies. Eat more veggies. And I would have eat said more the same veggies. Thing. Yeah, specifically focusing on the green veggies. You know, on the cleanse, we talk about non-starchy veggies. Um, and But we've talked about green poop already. But the green veggies will oxygenate your blood. They scrape your insides. They, I mean, it changes your palate. It's just... You know, I'm just, aside from I'm imagining like a lead, a kale leaf running through my body <laughs> and scraping my insides and oxidizing me. 
Yahoo! I yep. love it. Yep. Eat more veggies. I mean, veg head, man. It's as simple as it gets. Ditch the you know? scale and eat more veggies. There you go. I like that. Yeah. All right. So we're at our final question. Um, the name of the podcast is called Run This World. So if you could give our listeners one final piece of advice, one bigger nugget to help them run their worlds in a bigger and better way, what would it be? Hmm. Well, kind of on the springboard of eat more veggies, it's it's putting really good food in your body so you can ultimately live your best life. Like how can you see um, food as a vehicle to really be a badass in the world? Ah, I love mm-hmm. that. Food is your vehicle to badassery. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> well, this was so cool. If they could only see us sipping our green smoothies <laughs> and eating our raw buckwheat bars that I made from Ooh, scratch delish. twice nice. on the cleanse Work. and after the cleanse, everyone listening would be just a tiny bit jealous. So here's the deal. You can do the conscious cleanse. And you have a new, uh, another one coming up soon, right? When mm-hmm. is that? May 3rd. Oh, May 3rd. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Coming around the yep. corner. Cool. Oh, you have a few weeks to prepare for that mentally. But um, so when would transition start for that? May 3rd. Okay. Day May one 3rd. of transition is May perfect. 3rd. We don't actually kick off until May 8th. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Yep. So I'm going to put all the info to that in the show notes of NicoleDeBoom.com. Mm-hmm. But aren't we giving people a discount? What are we yes. doing? We are. It's yes. DeBoom. Oh, cool. DeBoom. You just put in DeBoom? Yeah. You just put in DeBoom and you're going to get your discount, your $10 off. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. So how much does it cost? It's $199. Perfect. And you get health coaches? You get health coaches on call. It's a two-week program with three weeks of support. And it's pretty awesome because if you just were to, you know, get your own personal health coach hourly, it's, you know, $80, $100. And so you can right. email them um, and get a response within an hour during the whole program. Which I uh, noticed how quick everyone was to respond. You have a great team, very mm-hmm. knowledgeable. And um, and I think for anybody who is questioning if they've got any kind of intolerances or inflammation or just something's not feeling right or they're not pooping and they're not mm. pooping green then uh give it a whirl i mean what does it hurt seriously this is an investment in your life and your body um we can also find you on consciouscleanse.com right yep yep, yep. Okay. We, we do a free e-cookbook for anyone who signs up for our email list and oh yeah that's a good cookbook um, too you can get a taste it's called the taste of the conscious cleanse because literally people are always surprised at how good the food is I just made the ginger broiled salmon last night, which is such an easy recipe. Yeah. And it's so freaking delicious. It's part of our e-cookbook. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys, the lentils that have like four ingredients, one's balsamic mm. vinegar. Mm-hmm. It brought me, th- it took me through a whole week. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. It was amazing. Awesome. Okay. All right. So we'll talk uh, more food after we sign off here. <laughs> so you guys, we got to go because now I'm salivating. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for Nicole, having us. Nicole, you're the best. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Girl crush time. I'm sure you're feeling it through the airwaves. Okay, imagine sitting next to these beacons of glowing light and energy day in, day out. It definitely makes you want to say, I'll have what she's having. Uh, The really cool thing, I think, about Jules and Joe is that you can have what they're having. And it's not that hard. And I tried it. It's not that hard. Um, And it really wakes you up to a lot of things you've been doing right and you've been doing wrong and things that can help you gain new health. 
Um, in my opinion, the conscious cleanse is like a gateway to an, a new way of looking at food. If you want to explore the deeper connection to cravings, food sensitivities, and the emotional why behind what goes in your mouth, then check out the show notes. I'll put a link there so you can join their May cleanse, which is coming up soon. Um, I'm not sure I mentioned this, but there are some incredible recipes in their book as as well. It's kind of a little added bonus. Uh, I just made their joy balls this morning. So on joy balls, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up because you know what time it is, everyone. It's time to get out there and run this world. Have a great workout and I'll see you next week.